Welcome to the Tarantula Way podcast. I'm Brian. I'm John. And we are finally back again. So, how you doing today, John? Uh, I'm doing all right in yourself. Finally doing better. <laughs> how's how's Miss Rona? <laughs> right? <laughs> so, this episode took a long time to get, get get together because myself and my family had uh, the Rona, and <laughs> it was pretty shitty. I've got a bunch of kids and uh, you know, and a wife, and and none of us were happy for like three weeks. It was it was a terrible terrible time, and absolutely no way I could take time to do this podcast. <laughs> oh, so glad that you're all back healthy or kind of somewhat. Yeah, well, I mean, I lived through it, so. Yeah. And I, I'm over 50, so I guess it could be a little scary. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But so uh, on the last episode at the end, we talked about uh, our shout out your sax thing. Um, we definitely need to get a, uh Instagram or something going on that. Um, I'll have to work on that. But um, so I got a couple of uh, stories for you. Okay. Uh, one of them is about something that happened to me personally uh, just recently. And then um, my friends in Canada, the Rocky Mountain Spider Freaks, had something really freaky happen. So uh, let's start with that. Oh, I want, uh, that would be apropos with their name. I'm sorry? Freaky occurrence would be apropos with their name. Right, right. So, and he's a spider freak and she's a spider freak. And they're the Rocky Mountain Spider Freaks and they are in Canada what the hell is the name of their place? They got they got a really cool name of their city or Providence or whatever. But they're in uh, BC, Providence. I think. Mm-hmm. Province, sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so they've got, uh, is it? I think it's Laziadora Difficilis girl. Sure. She's a big girl. They bred her. She got fat. She made an egg sack. Mm-hmm. Weird thing was, she wasn't any skinnier. And the egg sack was completely empty. So they took I've the had that happen before. Right. It's not it's not it's not common, but it's not all that unusual if you've been doing it for a while. You, you'll hear stories if it didn't happen to you. Um, you know, I've seen them they 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 make a sack and everything, they lay their eggs on the ground and then they wait wrap the sack up. <laughs> but this yeah. girl, she 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 laid the thing down and then wrapped it up and never put anything in it. Yep. I've actually had that happen before. So they 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 cleaned up the mess. They took it away and and they uh, offered her more food, gave her some water, whatever. Left her alone for a couple of weeks, and she makes another egg sack. She lays down all the web and does everything, and she wraps it all up, and she's not any skinnier. And the egg sack is she empty did again. Did it twice, two times. I've never okay. <laughs> Mine didn't do it the second time. So now they cleaned up the mess and. Gave her food and water, offered her food and water. I don't know if she took the food or not. But then uh, a little while later, she made another egg sack. And this time, she actually did it right. Wow. Three so times three the times. Charm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I wish think she only did it two times. I think she did it two times, and the third time was the charm. But it might have even been the fourth time was the charm because I kept hearing about this story. <laughs> yeah. I wish it, I wish mine had turned out that way. And it's, it's, it's awfully funny considering uh, – our unhelpful guide species, but I guess we'll get into right. that. But uh, mine was right. uh, Amphibedius antennas that did that. Oh, okay. 
but never she only did just did the one empty sack <laughs> never did anything right else. and where did she put the eggs at I, I never found eggs did she get thin no oh so she never dropped the eggs okay no. usually i mean in my with with me i've had them make like sacks like that but they put the eggs in the wrong spot usually right they missed the sack yeah I've, I've yeah seen yeah they put them all over the ground and wrap up the empty sack no she was just carrying it around and i just figured maybe i don't know i fed her a lot she wasn't you know and i let her keep it for a long time and then i get the sack from her and it's just hollow <laughs> it's a bunch of it's a it's like a bunch of layers of web and there's like and it's just nothing in there and i was i was really excited you know because that was that was probably about maybe 15 years ago probably so i was really eager to breed that species it hadn't been bred a lot back then so right right i don't know that it's still been bred a lot but <laughs> no not too much right um but you know, I thought, yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that story. I thought it was pretty cool. And then when she finally made it and actually made the sack, I was like, no way. I didn't think well, she would actually do hey, that. Hey, at least know? it worked out. Mm-hmm. Well, still got to see, but it's still hatching or whatever. But yeah, so far, so good. That's the first species I ever bred successfully. And then if you want to know more about it or see the pictures and videos and whatnot, they documented it really good. And they are on YouTube as the Rocky Mountain Spider Freaks. So that that that'd be a that's a cool uh, series of videos to watch. And you say it was Lasiodora difficilis. Yes. Yeah, that was the that was the first species I ever bred successfully. Oh, and I only got four four spiderlings because she ate like all almost all of it, the sack. Oh wow! <laughs> Jeez, damn spiders. So then now, uh, oops, sorry about that. Now I uh, was breeding uh, Dolichothelia. Diamantinensis. Easy for you to say. <laughs> and uh, so some friends of mine, uh, It's a Bitsy Spiders, they brought me a couple of males, and then another buddy of mine brought me a male that he had. So I had three males. Everybody brought me the males to the reptile show, so I brought the female to the reptile show. The uh, So I did a live breeding there at the reptile show, and I did it on uh, Instagram Live as well. Um and they bred really good, no problem. I think I had to chase a male because he ran out of the cup or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty normal. So I come home from the show, and I set her up, give her food and water, and I forget about her for about a week, and then I check on her, and she looks really skinny, and then there's a molt in there. And then uh, there was a molt in there when I bred her too, and I, 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 I must have forgot to take it out. I thought I had taken it out, and I didn't. So... There was a molt in there, and she was really skinny, and I was like, oh, okay, so I'm going to have to breed you again. So I gave her some food and water and waited a few days, and then um, no, it must have been a couple weeks because, yeah, so brought her home from the show, and it was a couple of weeks. I checked on her. She was skinny. I gave her food and water, and then it was a couple of weeks later, I decided, okay, well, she should be uh, good to go for breeding. So then uh, I put her on the desk and I set up my camera and everything and I'm, I want to do a, I, I, don't, I don't know, I think I was doing an Instagram live and then um, they're dancing around, dancing around. He's about to get some inserts and uh, I look and I see something moving on the ground and I look really close. The bay, the ground is covered with babies, first instar babies, darkening up, almost going to second instar. Wow. 
So she wants to lay the sack right, I mean, within a week, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like a few days or something after I bred her at the show because I don't remember it being that long. And, and it's not even been a month. So I don't know how this all happened so fast, but damn. <laughs> the babies are now second instar right now. So it was it was two months ago when I bred them at the show. So she dropped the sack right away after because they take about two months to hatch out. So she dropped the sack right after. And then these little pink looking dark pink and black looking babies are underneath them and they're doing it on top of the babies and i'm like what the heck oh, i'm gonna have to stop this video now <laughs> and yeah so you're uh, trauma about traumatizing the next generation of tarantulas <laughs> yeah i got about 70 babies here it's their second instar already cool. and uh we got what a week before the the show so it hasn't even been a month yet or so, I think it's just been a month. I think uh, November was a long month. So, I mean, really, you really didn't get to shout out the sack. It was already done. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> I found it, you know, what, four days before it went to second instant. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll have to check. We'll have to go to the rule book on that one. <laughs> But she made the sack and she hid it. I don't know where the sack was. She must have made a hammock sack or something, and I didn't see it in her web or whatever because uh, where they were clustered was kind of in the front close to the water dish. So she must have had it webbed up, you know, there and a lot of web on top of it. I just didn't realize it was a, it was a sack. I've never bred that species, so I don't know what I would I wouldn't have. I don't know. I wouldn't know what to expect as far as the exact. This is the second time I bred them. I bred them last year or the year before, and they she made a regular you know marble size egg sack and held it this one didn't right. have it you didn't she wasn't holding it she made a hammock sack or and she kind of like buried it in her web well as far as shouting congratulations by the way and uh oh thanks as far as uh shouting out sacks goes i don't have anything that exciting but i do have uh stromata pelma calciatum so wild clock female so i did not read it but it, she's on a stationary sack right now. Cool. And yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossing all my crossables. Open it. Right, right. All my crossables. Hoping <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah, that'll be really cool. Can never have too many of those around. Although people are really scared of them. Well, yeah, with good reason. <laughs> yeah. They can be, they can be exciting. <laughs> Right, right. They they can be exciting, yeah, for sure. I mean, to to the uninitiated. <laughs> right, I, I forget because I've never been bit, and so I, I think I think that's why I I forget. You know, I think you forgot you got bit before. I didn't get bit before. By a tarantula or by a tromatopelma calciata? By a tarantula. Uh, uh, what did okay. I get bit by? I got stung uh, by a scorpion. A, ju a juvenile uh, poquilotheria. Oh, the little rig. Yeah, but that, 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 I don't count that. It didn't do anything. Technically. <laughs> and it didn't really, I, I don't think it bit me. I think it was just, it was, it was I, I was pulling its leg across my hand and I think it used its fangs for like traction. So I, I couldn't, so it didn't, kept, I don't know. I don't really count. So that. you're making excuses for your abuser. <laughs> 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 Just 
people. I don't count it because I was hurting the tarantula, but not on purpose. It, it, trying to save it, it was it had it was a, t- a second instar, uh, Pocalotheria regalis, and it had uh, got its legs all tangled up like in its own web and and i was trying to undo the web and the last leg was still a little bit caught and i was pulling on it and it was pulling the spider and the spider was trying to slide across my hand it was it was on the back of my hand while i was doing all this and it started to slide across the back of my hand and it was like it used its fang for like traction to stop itself from sliding i don't think it was trying mm-hmm. to bite me mm-hmm. um you know because my fingers were behind it. If it was trying to, you know, I would think it would be more threatened by my fingers coming at it than being on my hand. Like it's the land, you know, and you stepped on a rake. That's why you have a black eye. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Make me choke on my drink. Really? <laughs> oh no! Wait, <laughs> you don't blame the spider for biting you, but you can blame me for for, for you choking on your alcohol. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Got it. Ah, Alrighty then. <laughs> Another professional podcast. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> So, 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 so what are we talking about next? <laughs> I believe we are talking about today. Let me rustle some papers and sound like I'm doing something important. Myths and misconceptions about spiders and tarantulas right. in general. Okay. So as people who stand at reptile shows all day trying to sling spiders... We hear a lot of weird stuff from people. Would that be like slinging slings? Slinging slings. Slinging slangs. We're not slinging sliders. We're slinging slings. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, people who think they know a lot about spiders say a lot of strange things to us. (laughs) And so we like to try to set some of these weird little things straight. So maybe you won't go to your next reptile and show, hey, did you know? (laughs) Okay. Well, <laughs> I like to be a little more positive, but sure. What? <laughs> Keep what going. Now? Keep going. <laughs> what's what? your first? I mean, what's your first thing you? What's your first thing you like to set straight? Oh man. Okay. Swallowing three spiders a year while you sleep. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? You might. What is it uh, more? Uh, is the, it more? Oh, okay. You know, it's it's at least ten. <laughs> a spider don't want to go nowhere near your nasty mouth when you're sleeping. I mean, why why would people think that that was true? Really? Because they can. Do you sleep with your mouth open all the time? Well, not all the time. Well, I don't know. I probably do. If you ask some of my exes, yeah, I probably do 100% of the time. Are you a mouth breather, John? <laughs> Whatever that means, sure. I don't know. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, you think you you sleep with your mouth open enough to swallow three spiders a year? I have no idea. I don't know how. I don't know how anybody would prove that one way or another. Oh, I think it would be pretty easy to prove with a camera in a year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. It's a well, pretty small see. spiders. It would be a pretty good. It would be a pretty good camera. You could see a. I'm sure you could get a camera that could catch a spider coming down. A little tiny. Way. What about a spiderling? And not like a tarantula sized spiderling. I see him coming down. I saw one the other day coming down right in the middle of the, well, almost in the middle of the room the other day when I was just sitting on the couch with my son watching TV and I saw this little tiny spider going. <laughs> did it make that noise? Too far down. Yeah, it did. It did. And then, and then he decided it was too far down, so he went back up and you could hear him climbing back up. Well... I know one thing that I have heard a lot, and I've read research um, that conflicts with what the people say all the time, but everybody, and I mean just about everybody you talk to, knows somebody or either themselves that have been bitten by a brown recluse. So, oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I right. hear that one all the time. And I know, and I don't, I, I, I hate to, uh, you know, mention somebody else's research and not be able to give them credit for it, but I don't, re- I don't remember the doctor's name. I don't know if you do or not, but there's a, somebody, and I believe he's in California, that was uh, doing uh, research on that and uh, reported spider bites. And um, he was getting other doctors to send him uh the reports of that they had classified or they had determined as spider bites. And I think he said something and, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, um, that it was somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of 90% of them that were reported as spider bites were not actually spider bites. So, and then, I mean, everyone has, has know somebody and it's like, Oh yeah, I knew somebody that got bit by a brown recluse and they don't have, they got a big hole in their stomach now. It's like, you know, it's like you could put a, you can fit a baseball in there, you know, or something, you know, or, well, I know somebody and they had this really big bump on their neck for, and then then the doctor said it was a brown recluse. And it's like, how would the doctor know this? You know? So, right. And a lot of the, a lot of the spider bites that are actual spider bites that they say were brown recluses weren't actually brown recluses that bit them. I think probably, I think I read that like 60% of them were not brown recluses. They were just normal spiders that they had a really bad reaction to. And to continue on that point, when I used to work at pet stores and stuff as a teenager and even reptile shows and all that stuff, um, people would always bring brown recluses to me. And I'm sure that probably still happens to you now. Um, you know, and, and I'd see them coming with a coffee can and it's like, <laughs> yeah. and it's this brown recluse in here. And it's almost always a fishing spider. Almost always. <laughs> oh, really? Almost always. Every, everyone that I've had people bring to me they don't the, even look like a brown recluse oh that's okay <laughs> the be word brown. recluse means <laughs> and i know someone and i hope and i'm sure she won't be listening to this <laughs> i was a personal friend of mine who 
let her garden go. She had worked on this garden all year. And and uh, she let all the fruit just and the vegetables just rot on the vine because the garden was full of brown recluses. And when I went out there, it was full <laughs> of orb weavers. Cross orb weavers, orb weavers. I yes. it. <laughs> and, and 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 I tried to tell her that it wasn't, and I had one in my hand for about ten minutes, and then I like opened my hand and showed her, and she's like, "No, they're brown recluses, and you're crazy." Recluse people. Recluse. <laughs> so, yeah, they are that. reclusive. They live under rocks and heavy objects. They don't like to be out in the open. But I give people a break because people are afraid of spiders. So. And, oh yeah, just spiders, give them a break. But, That's the yeah. only name I know is brown recluse. And the only other thing I really have, and then I'll stop hogging this subject, um, is I recently heard just just recently, um, someone who worked at I'm going to say some type of establishment that took care of animals, and the owners of this said establishment had tarantulas but they told them that tarantulas don't need water <laughs> what yeah i just heard this one. <laughs> oh wow that yeah. is uh that's a wild one right, that's so, that's a new one that? who the hell said... oh, well, well i'm not gonna say that, that. <laughs> come we'll on have to man. talk off here about that one Holy i don't God, want, i don't want any of that smoke <laughs> <I'm not> saying... <laughs> Okay, well, one of the big ones that I hear a lot, and it's not a big deal, but it just it, it's annoying because I know the uh, origin of the story. But Daddy Longlegs, the Daddy Longlegs, oh is the yeah, the spider in the world. Yeah, I've heard if that. It one. was big enough to bite you. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. One. Its mouth is so tiny it can't bite you. This is not true, people. Somebody, I don't know, I, I don't remember the name, but it was like a newspaper reporter or something like that, was trying to prove a point that you could put anything on the internet and it would become, like, fact. Is that where that came from, really? Yes, yeah, some guy oh, put okay. it out with a couple other common things like this. I, I can't I can't remember them off. I wish I would have, I should have printed it off when I was reading it. Um, but yeah, there's a couple other common things not related to spiders that, that you hear people say all the time, like old wives tales kind of thing. And yes, it is. He just, he did a story or whatever. He said, yeah, I put all this stuff on the internet and now everywhere you go, people are saying it like it's fact. And that was one of the things, the daddy long leg thing. There's oh, Okay, I did not know where that came from. Some guy trying to prove a point on the internet. <laughs> oh, okay. That's interesting. Um but but spider related ones, okay, and this this one's like a pet peeve of mine, okay? Spider tarantula related myths and misconceptions uh that that affect our hobby. Histocrates gigas. They do not like to go for swims, people. Okay, they they don't swim. They don't live on the beach and go for swims every day. Okay, have you asked? They them? don't. They don't hunt for fish. They don't swim and surf. They are tarantulas. If you push any tarantula in the water, they are going to swim. And if you watch those videos on YouTube of the H Gigas swimming by Rob C, they are 
bogus. He pushed those H. He pushed that eight gigas in the water and made it swim. Just okay, I, Rob C and all Rob C's friends direct direct all your hate comments to Brian Bullerich. I don't Bullerich. care. Everybody knows it. Everybody in the hobby knows it. He pushed that in the water. He set up a setup where it had to go in the water at some point. Anyways, they don't like to swim. Every tarantula can swim. Uh, like six months ago, I saw a, a video, uh, you know, making its rounds on the on the, on the social media of a it, it looked like an Afana Palma swimming. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're like, oh, look at the spider. It's swimming and swimming. If you look at the area around where they're filming and everything, the spider just fell into the water and was swimming for its life. It wasn't going for a swim because it was an exceptionally hot day that day. They don't just jump in the water to have fun. They 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 swim for their lives. Every animal can do the doggy paddle or, or, or swim or float or they know how instinct instinctively they know how to deal with water and how to live, you know. So yes, spiders can swim somewhat. They can float. They can they can walk across the bottom of the water, but they got to get out of the water at some time, or they will literally drown. So please don't make setups for H gigas with with rivers and swamps and <laughs> ponds because they don't want to go swimming. They really don't want to go swimming. Oh, any comments, John? Again, <laughs> that's some more smoke. I don't want any of. <laughs> so, Rob, and you know C. they don't swim. Any tarantula <laughs> will eat a fish if you put it in the water. Just about any tarantula will try to attack a fish if you put it in its like water bowl or a little dish full of water in its tank. Okay. If you if you look at the habitat for H gigas, they don't live near water like that where they're gonna swim. They don't live in you know jungles with ponds and 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 amazon oh i can i can uh corroborate that other other tarantulas definitely can swim seen it right been there done that i'm just saying that it's not something they like to do recreationally (laughs) even you don't i had somebody somebody came to the reptile show and wanted to buy a female, an adult female, H gigas, because he had plans of setting up a tank just like that so he could watch it go swimming. Mm-hmm. And I explained to the man that it's not going to go swimming unless you push it in the water because that's how you get them to go swimming. They don't like to go in the water by themselves. And so, you know, I lost the sale. I could have been a douche and said, hey, yeah, 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 build that. It'll be a really cool tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. buy this spider. But I didn't, you know, I told them, you know, they don't really, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to just go swimming by itself and, and chase down fish and whatnot. It would much rather have a cricket. And I would agree with you. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I would not set a any tarantula up that way with right. water and all that. But if I can just play devil's advocate for a second, sure. then I guess there would be some value just in experimentation, maybe, just to see what would happen. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't do it personally, but if that's what the person wanted to buy it for, just to try and see what it turns out, then... I mean, I guess if you wanted to build a big elaborate tank and put some fish in there and also crickets for it to eat and whatnot and see mm-hmm. if it would... Well, the crickets would just drown in like 30 seconds or less. But Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fish food at that point, depending upon the fish you had. <laughs> right. So, well, most 
ponds and stuff have stuff growing on the top of it. So if you put sphagnum moss or, or plants or something floating on the top, the crickets wouldn't drown. But would the spider be able to see the fish? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess you could do that. But I, I just, I'm just saying, don't buy one if your sole purpose is to buy one so you can watch it go swimming because you right. think it's going to go right. for fish right. like that. I mean, it doesn't really want to eat fish. It wants to eat stuff more on the land. You know. Right. Okay, that's a fair point. Yep. <laughs> that, that's that's my only point. The, the guy, the guy at the last reptile show that I did in Michigan, he wanted to buy it for that sole purpose to make because he thought he was going to sit and you know sit and smoke a blunt and watch this thing and go do this stuff. And I'm like. You know, it, it'll hunt crickets. <laughs> it'll look really cool, but I don't think it's going to go swimming. You know, I'm pretty sure it's like just going to jump in the water and go for a swim. That's my only point. All right. So what do we so have anyways, next? That one, I mean, that video is really old now, dude. <laughs> and it's still having an effect. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, an effect of misinformation, I think. Um, what else do we got? Daddy Long Legs did that one. Uh, people are never more than three feet from a spider. I don't know. I tend to believe that one. Actually, looking at my basement right here, I'm <laughs> never more. Than I mean, it feet. depends on what you. What are we classifying as a spider? Are we talking about arachnids? Spider. Are we considering yeah, mites? Yeah, just a house spider. Because mites, right? mites would be arachnids. So yeah, you no, you have spider. mites no, probably on you right now. It's the people <laughs> that are. Afraid. It's a you know it's a thing. Uh, people afraid of spiders always say. Oh. Um, this is getting a little better, but uh, keeping pink toe tarantulas because they come from the rainforest, people want to keep them really, really wet, mm -hmm. and then it dies. They, yeah. they don't like they don't, they they don't, don't like, like stagnant really. air. No, they like they like good ventilation right. and and you know things to to they like it high. They like the cl the high cage. A tall mm -hmm. cage is way better than height is better than width but uh you know keep the humidity at uh at a you know at a minimum and uh and, you know good size water dish plenty of humidity what i usually try to tell people with avicularia is um from my experience is kind of like trying to create a balance between ventilation and humidity you don't want to be completely dry i mean to where it's like no water or anything like that but you you don't want stagnant air so. right right yes especially stagnant humid air i mean yeah it's just gonna be mold and also i believe a lot of people keep uh goliath bird readers much too wet uh -huh. Although I know people have had some success with it, I also find a lot of people's spiders seem to die uh, uh, prematurely, and I think it's because they try to keep them too wet. They, I don't know why. I've never kept my Goliath bird eaters really, really wet, and I've never had a problem. You know, they always have good-sized water dishes because it's a good-sized spider, so they've probably got bigger water dishes than them and my Pamphobetus have bigger water dishes than... than everybody else but i mean other than that i i overflow the water dish a little so the the bottom of the substrate you know down it, it goes down to the bottom and it gets wet and but other than that i mean I, 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 they don't like it wet they don't like the dirt that they're living in wet 
if it's nice and deep, then it's best to, to poke a hole all the way down and, and pour it down so that so the water gets at the bottom and works its way up from the bottom. They like that a lot better. Mm. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> what else? Spiders only suck the juice out of their prey. Mm. This is not correct. Spiders pre-digest their prey and slurp it up like a <laughs> and slurp it up they melt it and slurp it is basically what they do they make cricket smoothies yes <laughs> see the movie the fly with jeff goldblum and you'll see <laughs> how a tarantula eats <laughs> kind of it's know. not quite thing i kind of i kind of like the idea of a cricket running around like a capri sun bag maybe kind of <laughs> Just pop a straw in it. Yeah, I like it. Chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to stop chirping. Yeah, especially the new super crickets. I really I hate, that. hate that. I don't think we should save that for a different podcast. <laughs> I, I can yeah. go. For, I, I can have a podcast. Yeah, I can have a two-hour long one about soon. those bandit crickets. I hate them. <laughs> but I digress. I digress. Okay, so since you said I digress, I think it's time for our unhelpful guy for spiders or tarantulas or something. (laughs) Whatever we're doing, we're trying to showcase spider every week and uh, try to give you a little bit of you know information on it. All right, so this week, well, this this month. We have. <laughs> all right. We, all right. We have Pamphobedius species. I didn't try Machala. to get the code. You didn't try not to, though. <laughs> Pamphobedius species Machala. Machala. I'm always trying not to get sick. And that is its name. The only thing I, I could not. And I have tried. And if anybody else has any information of what pamphobedius means in Latin, please let us know. Um, and I tried for five minutes before the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> your dedication is admirable. <laughs> but um, <laughs> hey, was I do know that Machala is a city in Ecuador. I do know that. I would assume it refers to a location, a collection location. I don't know. But why else would it be called that? <laughs> that would be my guess. No, no, it is because there's other spiders that are species Machala too. Mm-hmm. I know that it is a city in Ecuador. I do know that. Yeah, and that's what there it's there you go. That's the location for sure. Mm-hmm. I watched some beautiful uh, videos on Ecuador. Look like a place that you might want to visit, maybe. I don't know. Some of the places look kind of sketchy, but there was a cool place with uh, iguanas just, like, in the city. They were just running, like, big, huge ones, like, pretty ones. And, you know, I understand that there's places like that in the U.S., too. But, man, they were just, like, they were just having their, you know, just walking down the street, like, you know, like squirrels here. (laughs) Right, right. But no, cool. yeah, no. Ecuador looks beautiful from all the video uh, things that I looked at too, man. It looks good. It looks great. I want to go there in Colombia and Peru and Chile, everywhere, man. 
All right, so next would be description on that species. And, and let me start, let me say that this is my favorite species. This is your favorite Pamphobedius? It's my favorite tarantula. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. I've only ever had I've only ever had one, but <laughs> Yeah, oh really? Yep. Oh, the next female I get, I'll give you. So the now we're one. on to description. Um description. So when we say description, do we mean like description of what it looks like or description of like uh if it's been described by the uh scientists, you know? So I'm going to say that what it looks like probably, but you can you can also <laughs> talk about if it's been described which I don't think it has. So Oh, this one hasn't been described yet. So that'll be that'll be kind of a short segment. We have to do, the the, have to do a description of what it looks like. <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to Pamphobedius myself. <laughs> Go ahead. This description you you have a you have a ton of them, so I'm sure you can describe them. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, as babies, they're uh, they're born really at a uh they're they're pretty large spiderlings uh, close to one inch and they have they are uh, like a grayish blackish color with uh what we call the christmas tree pattern which is a red and black pattern on their abdomen and makes them look like they have a christmas tree and they grow up to be really big brown to black spiders heavy bodied terrestrial spiders they kind of have spindly legs for such a big spider but uh they do have you know big big carapaces big legs um the females uh, have quite a bit of color until they get really, really large. Like when they're really, really old, they keep a lot of like the purple on the femurs and the color on their carapace. And then the males, when they mature, are super bright and pretty pinks and purples uh, with uh, really metallic looking pinks and purples on their on their carapace as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's about it for them. Oh, okay. Well, so location, I think we already touched a little bit on location. Um, right. The, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's much, as far as Machala, Ecuador, I, I did some research as far as the weather and the humidity and stuff there. And I, and I actually would feel kind of, I'd have, to, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that just because the particular, the average temperature in a place is, uh, a certain thing doesn't mean that the tarantula in its burrow is experiencing that. I don't know. But as far as what I could, could see, the average temperature was 76 Fahrenheit, which I was I thought it was kind of low, actually. But and uh, the average humidity was 75 percent. So, yeah. Um, so that's going to be like a feels like 80, I think. Uh, probably. With the, the high humidity like that, but yeah, I, it's uh yeah, I, I was kind of surprised. Uh, I, I found like seventy five or twenty four degrees Celsius was mm -hmm. uh, was the average temperature there. I guess you have to factor. You got to average in the, you know, times when it's not so hot. So yeah, I guess so. But that, like I said, I'm not implying that 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 the tarantula is experiencing that in its burrow. I don't know. And they do um, experience some colder temperatures in the winter too. In their winter time, they, they right. do have some cooler temperatures i mean it doesn't get below freezing uh maybe maybe sometimes but i don't think it gets down that low but they do get down to the 40s and, and high 30s sometimes so 
and and that was location. And while we're on that, it can, you can just segue right into habitat. Uh, and I guess we've kind of touched on that already too. Yeah, um, I mean, their habitat is just kind of like uh, forest-like habitat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they live in the forest outside the city, uh, in burrows and hollowed-out th- uh, trees, or uh, you know, empty empty holes, uh, empty nests for other animals. Um, I think they're more opportunistic than they are uh, to uh, obligate to uh, make a burrow or whatever. They're more opportunistic, and oh, and mind too much. And that goes into care, which I'll uh, try to cover. I've not; I've only ever had one, one of that species. Um, I am very familiar with the genus, but um, and as far as keeping the genus, uh, like he said, I usually give it. it they they don't seem to be obligate burrowers to me. Um, they will take a shelter and sometimes they will burrow, but they're not really insistent upon it. But again, you can probably add something onto that specific species. Um, As far as humidity goes, I mean, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't go crazy with humidity, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely have it dry either. A large water dish, some, some restricted ventilation, um, a deeper substrate, and uh, a shelter, and uh, yeah, yeah, definitely a deeper su- uh, substrate. They're they're not uh, uh, they're not obligate bur- burrowers, but they are opportunistic bur- burrowers. Ugh, I can't talk today. And yeah. they uh, and sometimes if, if you want to breed them, a lot of times they like to make uh, some, some kind of a burrow or, or dig a little bit before they uh, lay egg sacs. And they do have a dry, they don't really have like a, a super dry season. It is pretty humid most of the year. Uh, the wet seasons run from like October, November, December uh, through April. And the, the warmest month there is April. All right. And the cold months are August through September. And you've touched on breeding just there. And I have no practical experience as far as breeding the species go. So I know that you do. So I'll let you handle that. Yeah, breeding if you can. Um, breeding in late summer uh, or uh, through the fall, and then a lot of times they'll lay egg sacs in the winter time because that's uh, our winter because that's their wet season. You know, so that's when they're uh, that's when they have a lot of uh, prey available for food and whatnot. So you know, October through April is their wet season. So if you're breeding in uh, um, June, July, August, September, October. October, you're likely to get egg sacs around December, January, February. <clears throat> That's uh, it works a lot. Uh, a lot of the pamphlets seem to work like that for me. How many? How many uh, spiderlings did you get out of the egg sac? Oh, how many did I get out of that last sac? Uh, they usually have uh, a good sized female will have more than a hundred babies for sure. Okay. Um, I think I had a my smallest one. I think was like. 60 or 60 to 75 babies from a really small like four inch female um but yeah most of my i usually get a couple hundred from those cool okay and the and and do you have anything as far as anything interesting as far as experiences go other than the breeding um 
Green Pamphobedius is, is touch and go. Sometimes you can put a male in and they'll be like, do, 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 and go do what they're supposed to do and then get the hell out. And the female is cool. And then other times the male will dance and dance and dance and do every little trick he knows. And then um, the female says, all right, I'm bored and just munches them. <laughs> I do have experience with other Pamphobedius not successfully breeding them, but I do have experience with attempting to breed them. And I've run into, I don't know if this, and you can, you can uh, touch on this. I don't know if it applies to this species also, but I have noticed that quite a large number of the males seem to be pretty nervous and high strung. Um, as far as in my, in my uh, experience with some of some of the other species, yeah, males are skittish. They're yeah. they're they're real skittish. They 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 know they could get eaten at any second. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can almost see their knees shaking when they're yeah. in there. And then when they start breeding, they do actually shake. But um, yeah, they they they're quick to run. They're they're ready yep. to run on a, on, a, on a second's notice. And and then let me tell you, because those females are fast, man. <laughs> I just had a male platyoma uh, munched, and and uh, it was it was lightning fast. There was like nothing I could have done. I was I was there with the tongs and in my hand, like really close, and she just whoosh, it was done I, I, before I could even react. I do have some awesome pictures of a very confused male Pamphobedius antennas that I had years ago. That he was determined to breed the uh, female from the back end. I don't, I don't know what, what kind of, you know, movies he had been watching or whatever, but <laughs> he was determined he would not, I, I mean, every time he'd get, he'd come up from behind her and try to lift her up from her abdomen in. So he wanted to be her backdoor man. Huh? I, I, I thought so. Backdoor lover. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. To the doors. The doors. And and I will also say on a personal personal note that Pamphobedius males, I think arguably are the probably some of the most uh, prettiest uh, tarantulas in the hobby. Oh yeah, Pamphobedius and uh, Zenestis males are yeah are mature males, gorgeous. That's yeah. that's kind of why I really like the the species. The males are so gorgeous, and the, and the females aren't bad either. I mean, some of them, a lot of them are just big, giant, brown ass bugs, but they're big. I mean, they're 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 they're. I have Pamphobedius species South Ecuador here that rival some of my Theraphosa sturmies, man. They they are just they're they're big and heavy bodied and and they live a long time. So if you keep it alive for close to twenty years, man, that, that's a big ass spider. All right, and closing out on our unhelpful guy, would you like to touch on availability? I know you'd like to touch on availability. <laughs> Uh, they're so available that I am out of them. <laughs> oh, so, okay, maybe you don't want to touch on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're, prob they're one of the probably, they're one of the most common ones you can find in the hobby, really, and mm -hmm. probably one of the cheaper ones you can find in the hobby because Pamphos get kind of a high premium on them. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, yeah, that's probably the most common one in the hobby now. Alrighty. A few years back, you had a couple others that were, uh, you know, Antinous and uh, uh, those species South Ecuador type twos. You could find those a lot, but I can't. I don't see those much anymore. The only only pamphlets you see now are, you know, once or twice a year, somebody will import some, and then and then that's that's it. 
And unless you have anything else to say, then that closes out our unhelpful guide. <laughs> Two tarantulas. Yep, that's that's uh, that that's done. Yep. So what do you want to do next week? Uh, same thing we do every week. <laughs> Try to take <laughs> over the world. <laughs> Cast world. <laughs> do you have a spirit? You're, you're, next week's your week, so did you have a species in mind? or? It's or a it surprise. Am I putting you on the spot? It's a surprise. Surprise, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so next week's will be a dun 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 surprise. All right, <laughs> you have to you have to listen to find it. All right, so have you, John? Have you listened, watched, or read anything awesome that you want to share with our listeners? Thought we could get into a little multimedia—the kind of things that we like to get into. Give us Ooh. something to talk to our listeners. Well, I wasn't about. prepared for this. Um. Hmm. Surprise, bitches! <laughs> right. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let me let me say, have you watched anything or listened to anything? Squid Games was interesting. I, I can't that. get the I can't get the music out of my head. It's like I walk around and I hear do 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 do. Oh no, that didn't stick with me. <laughs> oh god, it it's in my head. <laughs> I'm still not decided if I liked the last episode or not. I don't know. Um, I actually, I liked it. I mean, I liked it a lot. It's interesting. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was kind of cool, but it just makes me wonder about mankind watching a movie like that or a TV show like that. I thought there'd but, be more. Uh, I thought there'd be more squids in it, but you know, right? Yeah, I didn't see one damn squid the whole time. Exactly. Right. But I mean, um, it wasn't bad, but it was, you know, the number one movie or TV show in the world. So I had to check it out. It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was definitely unique. I liked it. I liked a lot of the dilemmas, like as far as the moral dilemmas that the characters face. Uh, yeah, that was probably the best part, really. Yeah, because, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, what would I do? Yeah, and that fucking old man was half of them. So, well, yeah, <laughs> and then then you find out he's like not really. No spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. Oh People yeah, yell, it's still too soon. It's not ten years old yet. Oh, ten years old! Oh my god. I think 10 years is a spoiler. I don't know. The stuff I listen to, people are like, no spoilers, and it's like 30 years old. Okay, wait a minute. Let me just give one spoiler alert. A lot of people die. How about that? Can I say that? A lot of people die. Yes, I think that's a good <laughs> Right. A lot of people die. And there's no squid. <laughs> so. I think a lot of people dying is the draw, but I think less people would watch if they knew there was no squid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was disappointed. Like, I mean, <laughs> you're kind of a sci fi geek, aren't you? I like to think so. <laughs> so, what about the new Dune? I watched it. Um, oh, did you? I'm mm-hmm. halfway through it. Or yeah, I'm about halfway. <laughs> it's so long. It. Yeah. Um, kind of slow, but I I like it though. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It's slow. Um, it gets it gets. I won't I won't spoil it, but it gets. I think that the second episode will be better. I think they saved most of the action for the second. Yeah, episode. I think so. Yeah. I, I really do. So I don't know how long that's going to take, but. 
the only thing I can say about that, and without again, since since you're you know, I don't want to spoil it, but um, the only thing I can say about it is just generically, um, I think that okay, I would have been okay with it being so uh, slow with the first episode being so slow if they had worked on character development more because I was expecting that that was what was going to happen but I really still don't think that they really developed the characters properly and oh. I don't know what else they were really doing <laughs> like, wow. but that's just me. Right. um I did I did like it and I and like I say I I will will definitely. I'm looking forward to the to the sequel because I think that's. I mean, where visually, it's amazing. Be. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, vi visually, it's just it's vast. It's like the everything looks so big, and I mean, wow. Yeah, everything looks yeah. gigantic. Yeah. Those, those scenes of the like waves of freaking sand, you know, when they're flying over in that awesome dragonfly helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, everything was just, I couldn't get over how big everything looked like. They were just like, the desert just looked so huge. And just like, like I said, those helicopters, the detail on those helicopters and everything. And <laughs> I uh, I really like it. It's very, uh, they spent all their money on visuals and had not much money left for dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And story and content. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the story is a book. So, I mean, I don't oh, yeah, know what I they know. had to do with that, but. I, well, you know, but they have to write it for for the show. But Green I don't play, know. Right? It's yeah, it's it's. I I watched part of it. I'm only halfway through it, so I watched like a quarter of it on my big TV, and mm -hmm. I watched another part of it on my computer. And even on my computer, my screen's not that big, but it's okay. But mm -hmm. I mean, it 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 looks awesome on my computer. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what I watch on. It's just like wow. Well, they used to say that that was a that was a book that could that they could never make into a film successfully. So, and they and they've done it. They've attempted it before, obviously. Um, yeah, I like the '80s one, but it's. I mean, I don't know. I never really kind of understood the '80s one. I, I'm, one. I think the quote was like it was unfilmable. The book was unfilmable. I think. I'm, yeah, I'm, they said that about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas too, and they did a really good job with that movie. So. Somebody should be able to get this one right. But I mean, it's not—it's not a failure. I like it. No, I know it's not a failure, but yeah, they. I mean, we'll we'll see what the second second right. episode does. Right. Yeah. So there's that. What about uh, video games? You doing anything with video games? You said you had something spider related, video game wise, or something. Oh, no, it was just a small thing as far as. Uh, I was playing the Avengers, Marvel's Avengers game, and I know that game before I, well, we don't have enough listeners for me to get roasted on this, but um, a lot of people don't like, a lot of people don't like that game. It, it came out very glitchy, um, and they still oh, never, yeah. yeah, and they never really fixed it, even a year later, it's not fixed, um, uh -huh. but I, I had fun playing it, um, but just it was a spider thing that people's fear our our society's fear of spiders runs so deep that they had to put a warning on the video game at the beginning that the new DLC contains uh, robotic spiders, and if you have arachnophobia, they were warning you of this. <laughs> I'm like, really? Wow! Right. Robot spiders, look out! Robot spiders, right? It's they literally had the flashing lights and the robot spider warning, and I'm like, 
Wow. That's deep. So yeah, that's that's what I was. That is pretty cool, yeah. That is pretty wild. I heard uh for people who are fans, I heard they're re uh what's the word I'm looking for? They're reigniting Dexter. Reigniting they're setting him on Re, fire. They're reviving, reviving oh. Dexter. Reviving Dexter. They're oh, I like <laughs> was he on fire? Somebody put him out. Why did they Sorry. Fire? <laughs> I, I liked Dexter. Uh-huh. I thought it was a good show. I wasn't too happy with the ending, but I wasn't too upset with it. Did you ever watch it? <laughs> no. Really? You never watched yeah. it? You should yeah, watch it. people tried to get me to watch it over and over again. I just never you could. Watch it. it's pretty I good. could. I never, and it seems like something I would like. I just at the time. It was so many different shows, and I just—it's like it's almost like I don't have room for another show. You know. Yeah, well, now would be a good time to go to go redo it, and then when uh, when the revival comes back, you may uh, want to pick it up. It is a pretty good show, and I am a painter, and uh, so I have to do things like Dexter does. <laughs> he makes he he makes a kill room. He completely covers a room with plastic, mm. and I have I have to do that like if I. Like it, people like to spray their basement ceilings black, mm-hmm. so you can't see anything up there. So I have to basically make their their whole basement a kill room. I have to cover absolutely everything in plastic, mm-hmm. so I can relate to that part of it. <laughs> yeah, it but, seems like something I would like, sure. but it just just didn't have. Just like how with tarantulas, it's like I can't keep every single one of them. I know you can't, but I can't keep every single one. I fucking tried, but now there's just way too goddamn many. Yeah. I used to know the name of every damn tarantula in the hobby, and now I don't know half of them anymore. Well, like, how yeah. do you say that? <laughs> but keeping them, it's just like I have to. I have to draw a line in the sand somewhere, and it's just like I just. I'm like, okay, this genus I'll keep, and this one I won't. And I've I've I started having to do it that way because, uh, yeah. Well, after I, 25 long years, I've finally drawn a line. I only have very few species now. I don't I don't have a lot of stuff that I had before. And, and by very few species, he means several hundred. Spiders, but not that many species. They're mostly Pamphobedius, Laziodora. Oh, I, I, I said species. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I only right. have a few few genus. I think the plural is genera. 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 Genre. Genre? No. No. <laughs> no. That's not right. Genera. It's G-E-N-E-R-A. That's the plural. Genre? Genre? No. <laughs> okay. This is let's I think we should end this now. <laughs> I'm thinking that we've gone far enough now, and uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I had a dream about us doing a podcast one time, and uh, we signed off with, all right, thanks for, how did it go? Thanks for listening to us. This is the Tarantula Way podcast, and this is the way. You can't say that. Can we get sued for that? I don't know. You told me not to say I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, okay. I guess that's our sign off. And if we're back next time, then, uh, you know, it worked, but right. This is the tarantula way. How's that? I do (laughs) like that.
This is the tarantula. You know, because I was going to go into something, you know, like, uh, you know, time is precious. Don't waste yours on hate. (laughs) Something philosophical, you know. But I like until next time, don't catch the stupid. But that's been taken. (laughs) No, this is this is the tarantula. tarantula way. All right. That'll work.